Wheat mate. And wheat? And wheat tea. I don't. I mean, I was fine. Yeah. Um, but we've attempted to record now, and there's a dog barking. They've been barking for a good hour. So I'm a little bit stressed about that. But you know what? That's not the listeners' fault. No, they shouldn't have to suffer because no. of that dog. No. So if you, if a bar- if a dog starts to bark, we're really sorry, and we'll try and deal with it. We, we'll put it in a sleeper hold or something like that. Yeah, on. something humane. We'll yeah. give it. Yeah, we'll give we'll it. We'll just knock it out for a bit. Some um, drank darts. Aside from that, yeah, man, I'm good. I haven't seen you since you came down to Brighton for my thirtieth birthday. Yeah, which was a fun night. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was. Yeah, it was cool, man. It was. It was really nice to have all the people I like in one place to drink and eat and celebrate your oldness. Yeah, man, celebrate my oldness. Speaking of oldness, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I had uh, an experience the other night which reminded me how old and unfit I am. Okay. So I had some family members come down, stayed mm-hmm. the night, great. They went to bed. I was outside working, as I do, in my yeah. garden. Yeah. As we know, we're in the garden. It, in channeling the inner titch marsh. The inner titch marsh, in the shed. Uh, it was about two, maybe half two in the morning. Okay. And I finished up and I was like, ah, time to go to bed. And I got to the back door and it wouldn't open. It was locked. And the key was left in it. So okay. I couldn't open it. Try all the windows, all locked. House is safely secured. Guests have done their job and made sure no one can get in, including me. Great. Fuck. So, I have a couple of options. Scale the roof like Spider-Man. Or go out the back and take on the security gate. I've got an eight-foot security gate with spikes on the top. I think, I can do that. All I have to do, jump on the gate, get on the garage next to it, shimmy over, drop down, walk around the front, let myself in. Winner. So I think I'll use a wheelie bin and I'll get on the gate and I'll be fine because I'll be able to, you know, I'll be like John Rambo. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you just didn't go John because I was like, who the fuck's John? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like John. Like, John. Oh yeah, John. You know, John who scales fences. Fucking John. <laughs> using wheelie bins as trajectory. Wheelie yeah. bin John. Wheelie bin John. Yeah. So so anyway, so I get the bin in position. I jump on it. I get onto the gate and let's just say I enter a fugue state where I'm sort of half up, half down, in a limbo, sort of not really balanced on anything and balanced on everything at the same time. (laughs) And my body starts to shake uncontrollably, like I'm sat on top of a washing machine. I'm like, oh my God, come on, just push. You can get on top of the garage, let's do this, come on. And there's nothing in any of my muscles. Not one of them is listening to me. They're all like, nah, bruv, it ain't happening. And... I have to basically concede the fact that I am not scaling up this fence and jumping on the garage. I am slowly and carefully placing myself on the floor to avoid damage because I can't do anything. <laughs> right. It's horrified me, to be honest. Really? All of a sudden, I can't climb things. And I, I've been quite an avid climber. I was a tree surgeon, so I can climb up stuff. Yeah, yeah. If I can't suddenly climb up what is essentially a fence, Life has no meaning. Yes, there's an issue. So, vis-a-vis, I hope we're going to the gym. <laughs> how the fuck did you? I, how did you get in the house then? Well, I took the coward's route and rang people. Oh no! Yeah, he let me in. I did. The worst thing is, I had to ring my daughter, the eldest, <laughs> who's thirteen, and she just went, "Hello." 
<laughs> right, are you awake? Yeah, I'm watching uh, YouTube. Do you want to go to bed? And also, can you let me in, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, semi-pissed off with yeah. her, but also, like, can you please help your dad? Can you please let me in, because I'm quite pathetic at this point. <laughs> I, w- I was moments away from sleeping out here. Really? Yeah, in the pretty much the position that you're in. So, yeah, yeah. For a night's well, we mentioned that in the last episode, that the HQs had an upgrade, so it's pretty yeah. comfy. But it's not comfy enough to sleep on. No leg room. No. No. You'd have to prop the legs up on the desk. You'd be waking up with dead legs. Yeah, you'd have dead legs. <laughs> <laughs> Is someone mowing their lawn? <laughs> so first there's a dog, now someone. Bearing in mind it's just a regular day, it's not particularly warm, I don't know why you'd want to go outside. Someone is mowing their lawn now. Oh, do you know why? Episode 13. It's unlucky for some. And it's unlucky for us. It's unlucky for us. Damn it. Oh, what does that say for the rest of the episode? Well, let's find out, shall we? Oh, joys and joys. Welcome back, listeners. Yes, hello again. Le Babylimon. Le Babylimon, the 13th episode of the unluckiest show that exists. The Baker's Dozen. The Baker's Dozen? Yeah. We had our dozen last week, didn't we? Last, we had our dozen. Week? We don't do it weekly. You fucked it, boys! I fucked it, but it's my turn. You, you, you turned know, it I think to it, me! I was naturally gone for week because you say it so often. It wasn't even... Don't tr- no, sorry, sorry. Don't try and blame <laughs> me. I was conscious. I said last episode. I didn't fuck it, boys. Uh. Yes! <laughs> it wasn't me! You fucked it, boys. Fine. All right, I'll take it. Last time we recorded... Yeah. It was our 12th episode. It was. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Does it does. Uh, po- it's lost its pungency. Um... So, what have you been up to then? <laughs> um, oh, fucking tear in my face. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got a funny thing which I wanted to, I uh, wanted to uh, impart with you. Okay. So, I've mentioned on a pod before that I've got this kind of fascination with dogs back. Yeah. Man, mowing dog. Lee's already fucked it, boys. <laughs> um, so I've got a weird fascination with TripAdvisor reviews and stuff like that. Okay. And, and how? Anyway. I was turned on to um, a TripAdvisor review. Now, this is a real review, and I know the place that it is. Okay. So it's a pub called the Black Star, and it's in Stourport, which is kind of approximately 30 minutes south of Birmingham. Okay. And I'll read you the review and then tell you why the review is as it is. Go for it. So, the review is good food, dot, 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 but. But is spelt like the American word for bottom. Right. But. Just a few pointers about the menu. Do not choose cucumber sandwiches. Sometimes a little fishy, question mark. Also, watch out for the vegetables, especially the courgettes, avocado and aubergine. You may get a bum deal on these. The decor is really nice, with furniture lovingly polished. Beautiful hosts are really friendly and will bend over backwards for you. Apparently, there is a floor show to be had, but I've only seen pictures of this. On the whole, a warm, friendly pub. And customers, oh, nearly forgot, dogs are definitely welcome. Right. 
Now, you're probably wondering, Lee, as you are listeners, well, that's kind of a weird. There seems like a couple of precariously placed double entendres in there. Yeah, that suggestive. is because if you made a search on a couple of, let's say, infamous porn tube sites, right you will find the owners of said pub let's just say experimenting with some of the ingredients see so if you were to search and i saved the name of the search because i found it so unbelievable when you think about the fact that the man the husband has uploaded said videos to a website and he has been in bestow he's he's created the title for this video so him and his wife have been making porn videos yeah, yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. been masturbating yeah, with vegetables give me the title right? you're killing me if you want to find this you just simply search fat saggy british wife squirt He's referred to his own wife as Fat Saggy. Fat Saggy British Wife Squirt. If I had to describe how I look right now, it's the painting of the thing screaming on the bridge. The scream, yeah. The scream. Yeah. Because, oh my God. At one point, dude, honestly, and look, I saw them, yeah, I watched a bit of it. She uses the big end of an aubergine. <gasps> and, of course... All the cut, it went round. This Stalport's quite a small town, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it went round, so everyone knows about it. And the last time I was in Stalport, I went to the Black Star and I saw them. My, my, my. And you know, I'm all for people expressing themselves in any which way they want. But look, ladies and gentlemen out there, if you decide that you're going to make your own porn, and gentlemen, if you have the job of coming up with the title of said porn probably don't say fat and saggy in it <laughs> no mention the fucking vegetables no, it's like that's that a surprise they're secondary so, oh i like fat saggy british wife squirting oh there's an aubergine oh, i'm not gonna watch that because i hate that i hate it yeah jesus imagine that well you never know what's going on behind Claire's doors. Well, you do. If oh, they put and it on the, the dog bit is because at one point the dog appears in, it appears in the video. Oh, I, I don't want to know. No, 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 not like that. There's no, there's nothing like that. But the dog's just in the background barking while she's ramming herself with a fucking <laughs> butternut squash. Susan, don't. Yeah. Stop. He's like, why are you doing this? And genuinely, the dog now looks, in the last, like, six months, the dog now looks like he's carrying this massive burden, this massive weight, because it's like, I've, he's seen some shit, he's like a non veteran. People keep coming up you to You just see him in the, the corner, just rocking backwards and forwards. Every time someone goes to pet him, he's like, yeah, no, don't. Yeah, someone's like, do you want a cucumber? He's like, fucking runs away. <laughs> A two, three, four. Don't be angry. Don't, don't be pissed. Just sit there and, and put it on your head. It's your turn. Probably is, actually. Yeah, I went first last episode. Um. Okay, so I've got two. Okay. Uh, they're very different. Okay, So I'm going to start, start with the first more mild one. 
and okay. I'll, I'll hit you with the old one-two with the second one in a minute. Okay, cool. Uh, so I absolutely hate the suggested for you on anything. Okay. I don't care what it is. It could be Now TV. It could be YouTube. It could be I don't know some shopping chat. Whatever eBay doesn't matter. Anything that's suggested for me is so far off what I'd actually want. It just annoys the shit out. Yeah, of, of course. It just throws stuff at you, especially when you hear so much stuff about uh, Google are listening and they're looking at you know, webcams to see what you like and. They never get it right. If you're spying on me, at least pay attention <laughs> to me. What is I the love point? That, that's the thing you hate is well, about yeah. yeah, you're being spied on inefficiently. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you start sending me like you know, Rick and Morty cosplays and stuff, winner. I like seeing people dressed up as them. Or you give me something else that I'm actually interested in. Great. You know, give me some games. Give me some music. Give me some rap. Give me whatever. But I always end up getting like vaping stuff. Oh. And Fuck we famously off. hate vaping. Exactly. At the I do not chase thy clown. No, 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 no. So no, yeah, that can that can just get on the list for me. Quite yeah, frankly. I agree, man. It's What's horrendous. the point of it? Oh, it's horrendous. Make me feel special. Yeah, if you're gonna, you need to wine me and dine me with your suggestions before you fuck me. Yeah, because it's also like then then if it's something really lame, you think, well, for fu- like, am I that lame? You start yeah. having an existential crisis. I'm on this level. Yeah. You're, you're, you're pitching you're not pitching me you know Porsches and, and like you know million pound flats you're, you're sending me stuff that comes from Lidl and I famously love Lidl it's yeah. profiling they maybe they'll give us a sponsor they should do yeah they should also give me one of those little tokens that you use in the trolley because I never take a pound with me who does it's, the, it's 2018 for fuck's sake <laughs> for fuck's sake why do, no I'm not my mum my mum has my mum has like 20 of them <laughs> She used honestly, honestly special tokens everywhere. Just let me take a fucking trolley. Who, how many trolleys are going missing? And also, if you really want to steal a, a trolley, a quid's fuck all. Yeah. A quid is fuck all. Yeah, put it in and walk off with a trolley, damn. Think about it, little. Come on! <laughs> So my first one has been labelled as infuriating film fall asleep bedtime charade. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's fairly simple. What do you want to watch? I think I know. So we watch this? No, I'm not really into that. Okay, what about this? No, not really into that. So then we watch something that we've watched a thousand times. Yeah. It goes on. This is with your significant other. Yeah, or it could. Well, yeah. If you are listening to this, I'm sure you've dealt with this with your significant other, or uh, even a friend. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If there's one other person with you, and you're trying to decide what to watch, and you kind of compromise, which normally means one of the other of you backing down, probably the one who is going to not fall asleep within the first three seconds of it being on, and then you have to sit through something that you didn't even want to watch in the first place because you're playing this weird ping-pong game of let's just be neutral and not put something on. It's just like, yeah. what's the point? Or, what is worse the point? Than that, worse than the first three minutes, the last ten. So they don't see the end of it. Yeah, that is annoying. But then at least if it was if it's the first three minutes, then at least you can you would hope, oh, I can just switch this off and put something I want to. But you know, as soon as that that sound stops and something else comes on, no, they admit, yeah, oh, well, I was watching that through your eyes. Yeah, through your eyes. You were asleep. You were dribbling. <laughs> I hate it. It does seem remarkably unfair. Have you ever fallen asleep in the cinema? 
Well, do you know anyone who has? I have, yeah. You have? Yeah, yeah, I have. What film was it to? It was um, Harry Potter and <gasps> um, it was the... It was the Half-Blood Prince. Oh, my God. Yeah, I fell asleep. So I don't think I've ever fallen asleep. I think I've been close. The stupidest thing I've ever done in the cinema is I've accidentally not taken a change of glasses when I've worn my shades, my prescription sunglasses, so I can see. Yeah. It was a sunny day. I walk into the cinema, totally forgot to bring in replacements, so all of a sudden I'm watching Incredibles 2 with a bit of a noir. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've done one similar to that where I've gone to watch something and put contact lenses in when I used to wear contacts mm. and forgot to put a contact in my left eye. So I have to sit for two and a half hours in the cinema with one eye like shut. Like a pirate. Yeah, yeah, with one eye shut. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he be loving this film. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I have fallen asleep. I've fallen asleep kind of every, everywhere. But not when you're watching something at night. No, not when I'm at home and I'm watching something. No, when then you I'm a decision. You respect the other person enough to stay awake. But, yeah, yeah. And I'm going off on a slight, because this is not a hate list thing, but I've been watching this programme called Somebody Feed Phil. Okay. And it's the dude who made um, Everybody Loves Raymond, which yeah. I hate. Right. So yeah. that could be on the hate list. Right. But he basically goes around from country to country um, and eats amazing food. Right. And okay. the reason why I include it, apart from the fact that we were just talking about Netflix, is another thing I'm throwing into the hate list is when you get a song or a jingle stuck in your head... Yeah. that you don't want in your head but you can't stop doing it and the other night I'd watched two <laughs> episodes of it and it was going round in a loop in my head for about three hours right. somebody somebody feed Phil <laughs> ba 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 somebody somebody feed Phil ba 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 somebody it's like <laughs> Two for one, that was. Two for one. Yeah, that can go on there as well. That's horrendous. I like the song, though. It's really fucking catchy, man. <laughs> you look so fucking smug. Oh, this is good. What one. have you done? This is a good one. Honestly. Like, for a hateless entry... Normally you hate it, but I actually kind of love this. Okay. But I also dislike it. Glad to have it back. Yep, dog bark's back, of course. Knocking on wood, trying to get some luck in the... Come on, come on, in the room. Come on, 13. Lucky for us, 13. Anyway, story time. Go on. I'm settling in. Good. Because this entry on the hate list is titled Over Descriptive People. Okay. Love it already, love it already, because I hate that, yeah. Right, so, someone can tell you some information, yeah, and they have two routes of which they can deliver it from. They can do the direct route, which is the information, short, sharp, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Now you know what you need to know, and yeah. you go, thanks very much. Yeah. They've also got the round the houses route, where they tell you every insignificant detail that surrounds the thing that you need to know, but you don't actually need to know all the little details. It's sometimes referred to as shinfo. It's an every time shin-fo. I die. Yeah, shit info. Shinfo. Perfect. It's it's an it's a reference to the band Every Time I Die for those who like them who are listening. Shinfo. I, I'm down with that because okay. that's exactly what it is. Okay. Now, 
I was trying to think of many different examples of this, but then I came to one that is actually an example of a friend of mine, so I won't give you the name. Um, I know, I obviously know who it is. You do, but yeah. I don't want anyone else to, because okay. this story doesn't paint him in the best light. Okay, fine. So, as a young man of maybe 18, 19, I'd settled in with my then-girlfriend, my now-wife, etc. Yep. Uh, and he hadn't had the same luck with a long-term relationship, shall we say. No. So, I don't know if he felt he had to play catch-up, or there was some sort of competition, but he would tell us in explicit detail of his sexual encounters. I remember one example. Now, I think you know what I'm about to say. I do. Now, I'm... one day, oh, God. ladies and gentlemen, one day, I'm minding my own business, and then he comes into my company and we start talking. Dude, I'm nervous about this. And he starts starts chatting and he says, uh, you know, it was a great night we spent together. Um, we had sex. Like, oh, good. Yeah, cool. And, and that's pretty much it. That's all I needed to know. You'd had sex. Thumbs up at that point. Nice one, mate. Let's move on to another topic. Oh, no. We don't move on. We stay there for a bit longer. We're delving deep into the details. So he proceeds to tell me that he didn't do what you would do if you wanted to have a baby. He did the porn star finish, as I'm going to call it. But the way you describe... Oh, I man. Right. I'm going to give you verbatim what he said. So God. don't blame me. Listeners, right. I'm, I know what this is going to be because I remember it. I'm so sorry. So I had sex last night, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Uh, I, I didn't come inside her though because you know we didn't want to do that sure that's safe I came all over her belly oh okay and I left like puddles <laughs> all over her there was some in her belly button there was some all over her chest all over her boobs and stuff I even got some on her neck but the best bit was like in the middle it was like a river <laughs> at what point did I need to know that much information about his cum puddles which is what he was referring to with the puddles. I'm sorry, all right? I didn't say that. He did. I'm just repeating it. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I also... And we're, I'm really, really like putting him over. I'm really burying him now. He wants... He is the, he is the king of Shinfo. He really is. Yes. He once told me a similar thing um, about... I'm not going to... Yeah, about someone. And it had been after a long period of time. So he had not been... He had not seen this person for a long period of time. Yeah. And he referred to his semen. He said it came out like rice pudding. And I hate oh, rice I pudding. I hate rice pudding as oh. well. And I was just like, dude, oh. <laughs> why have you got to put it over like that? <laughs> yeah, so on the hate list is people who overshare and give too much information. And specifically that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Because I found something the other day which I, I found hilarious. Okay. And I think you will find it equally as hilarious. Right, go for it. Um, so it's... Hilarious celebrity names 
that you probably never knew. Okay. But it is a twist. Are you ready? Okay. Ice T's full name. Okay. Lipton. <laughs> Cardi B's full name. Cardigan Backyardigan. <laughs> Ice Cube's real name. Icelandic Cubicle. Elon Musk's real name. Elongated Muskrat. T Payne's real name. Tylenol Pain Relief. <laughs> Bow Wow's real name, Bowward Wowward. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to my favourite. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Cher's real name, Sharing is Caring. <laughs> yep. <laughs> my favourite one, The Rock. Theodore Rocking Chair <laughs> 50 Cent Yep 50th Century uh, I like that Lil Pump Yep Lillian Pumpernickel <laughs> Snoop Dogg Snoopered Doggett <laughs> Snoopered J. Cole Julius Coleslaw and the last one, which is 100% my favourite, <laughs> Jay-Z, Jay New Zealand. <laughs> Jay New Zealand. Jay New Zealand. <laughs> and it was just because we talked, obviously, before about Koala Dickelbert and yeah. Peter with a silent N, and I saw it and I was just like, wonderful. I got a hit Lee with that. That's wonderful. I like that. Maybe we should think of some other celebrity names. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. I mean, right now? No, not right now. So we should come back to it. We'll, we'll come back to it. Okay. I don't think you're ready for this journey. I don't think you're ready for this journey. I really don't think you're ready for this. Okay. I have devised a little game for you. Okay. And in my eyes, it's wonderful. You may beg to differ. Okay. So, I have a selection of names. And these are names of films... Uh, specifically parodies. Okay. And what I want is for you to tell me what the film is parodying. Okay, yeah, that makes you sense. You have to guess from the yeah, parody yeah, yeah, title. Yeah, that's fine. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I, I have a selection and I'm going to start with probably the easiest one. Okay. Now, you may be able to guess the genre. That I mean, these I think I already know from, okay? what the genre is. So the first okay. one is. Tits, A Wonderful Life. Uh, I'm going to go for It's a Wonderful Life. You're correct. And I'll show you the There's a very pretty woman there. Okay, right, next one. American Booty. Uh, um, I have a feeling it could be the Kevin Spacey film American Beauty. It is, but we won't mention him at the moment. Not until no. he's all clear. No. Ass Ventura, Crack Detective. <laughs> Ass Ventura. <sighs> okay, I, I assume Jim Carrey's not in that one. Uh, I don't think he made the lineup. No. Uh, oh, this is great. The Da Vinci Load. Oh, for fuck's sake. The Da Vinci Load. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, Are they just going around trying to find 
Oh God! No, it's ridiculous. Okay. I mean, you're not even uh, you're not even really guessing anymore. I think you've lost the. Impetus. Sorry. Oh, okay. Hmm. I think that could be the Tom Hanks film, The Da Vinci Code. Spot on. Right. Evil Head could be the Evil Dead. Although the concept of Evil Head is pretty terrifying. <laughs> it is not as terrifying as this. <laughs> <laughs> Dawson's Crack. <laughs> the picture. Okay, this is oh, right. going on Instagram. The picture it's, is just a picture uh, of a dude who's pulling his asshole apart, and it's been censored. Oh my good lord! Oh my god! Forest Hump. Uh, Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> Edward Penis Hands. Yep. yep. There it is. Uh, just to prove I'm not lying. Wow, he really looks like Johnny Depp. It's creepy. Okay. Uh, Game of Bones, Winter is Coming. Uh, probably Game of Thrones. Goodwill Humping. Oh, God, how could you make a porn parody of Goodwill Hunting? Drill Bill. Drill. It's very different to the one it's based wow, on. Wow, I would not want to watch that movie. <laughs> IR4, In Rear Endance Day. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not even a good pun. It's, it's a not. terrible pun. Inspect Her Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Specifically a transsexual porno, that one. Oh, wow. Just to give you some context. A triple extra hard tool baby. Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. Raiders of the Lost Ass. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me that his name's Indiana Bones. (laughs) Otherwise, they've missed the trick. Oh, my God. Night of the Giving Head. Is any man's penis safe? Is the tagline. <laughs> Probably not. <sighs> right. Penetrator in the style of Terminator. I'll come again. <laughs> Pulp Friction. Oh, wow. Okay, let's have a look you, at the. You can you enjoy that one. There you go. Very nice, very nice. I mean. Yep. I do like that. San film. Fernando Jones and the Temple of Poon. San Fernando Jones Indiana Bones Saturday Night Beaver <laughs> Saving This Ryan. is a really nice film about Beaver <laughs> Shaving Ryan's Privates Oh, that's someone called Ryan I don't want anyone to shave me The Texas Vibrator Massacre that, Which puts a whole new spin on it th- that is in, that is, That's the worst one The Texas Vibrator Massacre Could it be like Chain Whore Massacre Or something, do you know what I mean? Oh no. I don't know if. I, oh. Oh no. Be careful. I'm trying to compose myself. I just want to say it clearly so I don't fuck it up. But okay. I'm trying not to laugh. Alright. <laughs> Hoary Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls. The sor- Hoary Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls. Again, Sorcerer's Bone. Ah. <laughs> oh. And that's it. And that ends that. I just found that entirely amusing in every way. I mean, who's watching this shit, man? I didn't actually watch any of them. I feel like I've wasted my time. I should have at least watched one. Maybe not Harry Potter. No, that looks very... That looks against both of our tastes. (laughs) Raiders of the Lost Arse. Nah, yeah, it should... should, I mean, Indiana Bones. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. Someone signed it up. Someone got in contact with us. Oh, good. And it's kind of funny how this has all ended up coming out today. Um, whilst we were recording all these stories are kind of linked in the weirdest way in a overtly sexual way I'm gonna 
purposefully keep this person anonymous um, and actually it was an anonymous person I don't know them and I don't think you know them either Okay. they got in contact and told me um, very short but very very funny story Okay. about now this person is a female and she was engaging in an let's say an early sexual experience with a young male right and the 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 story goes as this it's a 16th birthday party and the heroine in our story has had eyes on this young chap for a while who is also 16 okay and they are you know doing the whole kind of flirting talking blah 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 yeah they start smooching okay. and our, our listener is about to give her first blowjob right now one would assume <laughs> that <coughs> all the signs kind of are there to go she knows perhaps not what she's doing but she's going to give it a jolly good show good on her he's a lucky man <laughs> right oh but he decides to tell her something to perhaps help her along the way slash I think he thinks or he thought that this was dirty talk right oh and she's just about to kind of move down in that direction yeah. and he says I've got a semi. <laughs> what, truck? Oh. <laughs> and the reason why I found it so funny was the concept of a semi. Oh, yeah, I've got a semi. So it's like... And her, what she was saying is, it's not exactly the most flattering of things. My cock is on its way... I'm on my way to being aroused, but I'm not quite there yet. I'll tell you what. You're almost doing it. For yeah, me. you are kind of fifty percent of what I'm currently looking for in a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but he said it with such pride. I got semi. Oh my god. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor her. But they both grew up and lived fruitful lives apart. Good. <laughs> no, yeah, you are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know that we have often referred to. Um, both uh, with someone who's a genuine hero of both of us, and that's Ian Beale. <laughs> yeah, I think I found the best Ian Beale related thing I've ever seen. Okay. Better than I've got nothing left, Phil. Really? Someone has photoshopped Ian Beale on a bunch of legendary hip hop album covers. Okay, so. For example, the Slim Shady LP, Ian Beale EP. <laughs> and listeners, I'm showing... My favourite one was the cover of Nas's um, Illmatic <laughs> is Ian Beale-matic. <laughs> uh, Della Soul <laughs> is Della Soul, as in the fish soul, because Ian... <laughs> fish right? Um... <laughs> based on three feet high high and rising three wives down and counting <laughs> and then we've got Dan Kendrick Lamar oh my god and all the poses are the same all the poses are the same uh, 
My one of my favourite is Ian Beale um, as a homeless man on the cover of Old Dirty Beale. <laughs> <laughs> we have <coughs> E A N straight out of Walford. Oh my god. Um, we have uh. the notorious Beale ready to fry. <laughs> um, we also have <laughs> the chronic Doctor Beale cotton chips. We have Ian, the creator. Uh, <laughs> listeners, I'll put these up on Instagram in oh, one post. Uh, Ian B, the Bill print. Oh Jay Z, the blueprint. Uh, the miseducation of Ian Bill. How? Um, Ian Bill, <laughs> big Bealy style. I can't take it anymore. I've got nothing left, Phil. Um, Selfish or die trying. Um, and then we have um, Public Enemy it takes a uh, nation of Bill Ian's to hold us back I don't know why Ian Bill well, I do know but Ian Bill is so funny to me I, I am in shocked silence of appreciation of all of those they were someone great. yeah and I'll put them up on Instagram for you so you can see how ridiculous or I'll put a link up on the Facebook to it, they'll how be up. ridiculous they'll be up so by the you, time you listen yeah to so this. you'll be able to see how ridiculous they are um, but to me Ian Beale is the same as Gail from Coronation Street um, <laughs> just a ridiculous character yeah and, and I haven't watched either of them in oh me neither man but they were popular when I used to when the show used to be on when I was a kid yeah, and I remember once I saw her on in a tube station in London and just turned and shouted Gail <laughs> and she just kind of like sheepishly looked and I just smiled at her and then we went down opposite directions of the escalator <laughs> If you ever want to laugh, listeners, go on YouTube and type in Gail Coronation Street on pills. And it's one of the funniest things you'll ever see. You won't regret it. There you go. There you go. Little life, life tip. Yeah. The listeners got in contact. Um, lovely listener called Abby has got in contact with us with a hate list entry. How did she get in contact with us? On Instagram. Oh, someone has to probably Bob. do that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just slid straight into the DMs. Slidey, um, slidey. Yeah. And so Abby has said, self-service bag check-ins at the airport. Okay. Slash machine-run passport control. So, Abby says this. I've just got home from holiday and was reminded of how fucking irritating this is. They are utterly pointless because they only work 25% of the time and there are workers standing near them anyway. So why not stick to the traditional method by just handing over a passport and going through? True. And Abby's so right because the amount of things that require someone to make sure that they're working... Yeah. Well, just, just self-service anything. Go, yeah. Go to the supermarket. Have you ever out. gone to the supermarket, used a self-service area without having to have someone come over and do something? No. Never. Because you've always bought something which is age-restricted, yeah. and then they're like, oh, hang on, beep, 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 and you're like, well, why didn't you just put it through anyway? Yep. I've had to serve myself, and then you have to come over and do this bit. Yeah. Thank you, Pedro. And the worst part is, if there's two people standing, they're chatting and they're not paying attention. Yeah. So then you do the passive-aggressive like glance over to them <laughs> to say, are you going to come over and sort my shit out? And when you call them over, you feel bad. <coughs> well, I cannot continue with this part of the process now. I have to wait for you. That's not my fault. And then they come over all fucking huffy. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, oh, I'll do that. 
Yeah, and the rigmarole, buy I honestly, I've stopped buying DVDs or anything at a supermarket. Because yeah, they're never in there, they've got to walk half a mile to go yeah. get Yeah, and then there's this weird kind of, I've got to break it out of its case. And, oh, oh no, you take that one to the till and they give you this one. Yeah, it's shit, you're right, Abby. Thanks for getting in contact. Yeah, nicely done. So you're looking at me with intense eyes, as if to say, I have something that I wish to tell you. I do have something I wish to tell you. Um, now we've made it pretty clear on previous episodes that neither of us have a particular like for the Daily Mail. No, or any tabloid, to be honest. No, but the Daily Mail particularly, particularly the ones me. that are the yeah. racist ones. And I found something which, to me, is sums up the world that we live in, and particularly sums up. The Daily Mail. Okay. So, the headline, fairly innocuous, and it was 31st of August 2018, so okay. recent. From a BLT to hummus and falafel, how Britain's favourite sandwiches have changed through the decades. Okay. And there's a little kind of picture of the sort of time frames pre 1970s. People ate jam, corned beef, etc. 80 to 89, chicken salad, fine, whatever. 2000 2009, chicken mayo, salmon and prawn, blah blah blah. Yeah. And you think, okay. Then you look at the comments. Ah. Uh. And that is where I'm at. This is what I wanted to, to really tell you was. I have picked out what I think are some of the greatest comments I've ever heard in my life. And I cited that they are a scathing indictment of how fucking stupid people are. <laughs> right? Here we go. So, Bob in the North from Derbyshire yep. says, It's not that our favourite sandwich has changed, it's that Britain has changed beyond all recognition due to the influx of new people. <laughs> don't quite know what that's got to do with the sandwich. Those new Bob. people and their sandwiches. Then we have Mzungu from Sodden on the Water, which I don't think is a real place. Yeah. No doubt it's due to it's due to Britain's changing population with e ethnic minorities projected to be the majority later this century. Right. Okay, Mzungu. Then Freddie 36 from Preston chimes in with, I don't think that British people's tastes have changed that much in that time, but it is the people living in Britain who are buying the sandwiches who have changed, and they want to eat what they used to eat before they, come, they came here. Okay. Then Kenny DK from Nottingham chimes in, and he raises the stakes. Okay. Hummus and falafel, the two ingredients that make up the rectum sandwich. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting stuff. I quite like hummus, actually. <laughs> I mean, me too. Falafel and hummus, I'll take every day. <laughs> then, so honest. So he's just being honest. He's just being honest. Chimes in and gives a title to... They start having titles. This one is Censorship Gone Mad. I'd go back to typical English cuisine in a heartbeat if we could reclaim our land, heritage and culture back. Which is what exactly? Barry Stanton, who just comments Brexit, 
cunt then refers back to and says British beef or ham none of this halal muck I have a feeling that Barry Stanton doesn't quite understand what halal is uh, then what gives you that implication and then Jibber the Pompey Jabber oh dear from Guildford of course are you from Pom- Pompey or Guildford Jibber rubbish go to any supermarket and you'll see the normal flavours far outsell the falafel or any if that nonsense think he meant of that nonsense <laughs> then Bab Slusby from London yeah really really and I feel a bit sorry for Babs uh, Babs uh, old lady finding a cheese and pickle or ham and tomato is becoming almost impossible bit more of our culture going down the pan <laughs> And then, yes, ABC123 from Yuck London <laughs> comments straight back to Babs. That's because the majority of the population has been replaced, along with the sandwiches. And the ghost of John McCain. The ghost of John McCain oh uh, from Arizona pops back and says, From good food to kosher and halal in three generations. Dot, dot, dot. We're all fucked. (laughs) Now, there's three things I want to bring to you, (laughs) Mr. Lee. The first thing is, if you go to any supermarket or any place that sells sells sandwiches, you are inundated with shit, boring sandwiches. It's not about culture. It's about why would you want to not eat a delicious falafel and hummus wrap over a cheese sandwich. Exactly. Bullshit. The second thing is, why have you people got so much time on your hands? That you're not only that you're trolling your story angrily, about sandwiches. You are angrily typing <laughs> into the Daily Mail online comment section. And the third point and scariest one is the people not only who have had enough time, they're not only pissed off about the, the calibre of sandwiches, but then start relating it back to Brexit or oh. the fact that there are foreigners in our country. Oh, so I'm going to speak to you directly, listeners. If you are listening to this and you read the Daily Mail or you comment in the comment section unironically, then... Do not listen to this fucking <laughs> podcast. No, definitely Because not. you are clearly a fucking twonk. And we don't <laughs> want you. We don't need you. We have now got listeners all over the world. Yep. Which is still unbelievable. It's ridiculous. And all of those listeners who get in contact with us, I'm sorry. I know loads of people get in contact. And we prom- I promise you, we will get back to you. We will cover you in the episode. And we want you to keep commenting and keep getting in contact with us. But if you are doing that, and the next tab open to you is the Daily Mail, and you are unironically commenting on it, then fuck yourself. Yeah, Go and eat a falafel and hummus sandwich. They're fucking delicious. <laughs> hummus, I got the hummus. Right. You just told me something off pod, which now has to be on pod. <laughs> it's not. It's just a random thing that I happened. don't care. What happened? Well, it was actually... It was... Beaker got in contact and uh, Beaker went into a toilet and in the toilet was a massive poo and (laughs) on the poo someone had put a sticky label on it and on that label just had the name Brenda 
as if some this was either Brenda's poo or this poo is called Brenda. Right, I, I've got a couple of questions. Okay. How the hell is it possible to put a sticky note on a poo? <laughs> One. I mean, was there no paper? Was it not wiped? Was it just dropped no, it, and left? It was just dropped and left, and then the note placed on it. Firstly, that. unbelievable. <laughs> Secondly, who the fuck had a sticky note and a pen ready for this occasion? <laughs> and lastly, how do they know Brenda's going to see it? I mean, no, that- I don't think it was. This is for Brenda. I think maybe the poo labelled itself. <laughs> Hi, my name is Brenda. <laughs> nice maybe it was you. trying to like consciously maybe it's a fresh it and it's just got the little name tag. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Brenda. Yeah, I'll be taking all my lessons in here. Yeah, I don't think that someone <laughs> wrote it to leave it specifically for someone but th- called but Brenda. But then why would you, why would you label your own? Well, poo? I don't know. I'm not saying there's any logic in it. I'm not saying I don't think it's <laughs> so one of those many questions. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> So now every time one has a massive poo, it's called a Brenda. If you have had an experience where you have found a labelled poo, you must get in contact with us. We need to find out who the phantom poo labeller is. Yes. I honestly would do an entire podcast just dedicated to talking about poo. About poo stories. So I'm well up for this. It does. Everything does come down to poo. And also, if you're listening going, oh poo and fart I mean if you think that poo and fart jokes are beneath you then you're not going to like this podcast why are you listening to it definitely not but poo is funny going into a toilet and seeing a massive poo sticking out with a label on it that says Brenda is funny that, that would be hilarious to me because like you say it, are, it, it, it asks so many questions who's Brenda <laughs> is it Brenda's poo is the poo called Brenda did the poo write its own note <laughs> were they leaving it for someone called Brenda will Brenda be back to collect will Brenda poo? be back to collect is it? she just saving it for later maybe she's labelled it because she's that impressed with it she doesn't want you to flush it so she can show or something. maybe there are so many big poos that she has to leave it so she is able to recognise it later that's one of mine because I put my sticker on it that's Brenda like every poo that she has for the world, history of the world <laughs> Is called Brenda. There's just a million sticky notes floating. Why Brenda? (laughs) Was she just working her way through A to Z and Brenda just happened to be. You know, there are so many questions. If you are listening and you are Brenda. If it's your poo. If you are pooing. Where was this? It was in. uh, It was in a. Oh, it was in a coffee chain. um, Cafe Nero. Yeah. Just outside the tube station in. Somewhere, oh, yeah. I can't remember. Oh, was it Stockwell? I think it was Stockwell Tube Station. Stockwell. So we're going to go for Stockwell. If you know or are a Brenda who frequents the Stockwell Tube Station and went to the toilet recently in the Cafe Nero, which is just down the road in Cafe Nero, and as I say, your name is Brenda, or you know a Brenda, please get in contact with us. We want to know the story behind the labelled poop I've only met one Brenda in my life and she lived down our road when we were growing up and those those kinds of names are dying like I saw a thing the other day where they reckon there'll be no Gary's left by 2050 oh poor Gary mm. little baby Gary it's not really a catchy name though is it Gary 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 Gary, Gary. yeah no, I couldn't call 
maybe that's who Brenda's that's Brenda's poo husband Gary <laughs> Brenda and Gary if you're a man and you have a massive poo or you identify as a man and you have a massive poo <laughs> you've ever labelled your poo you've got to label your poo Gary if you're a woman or you identify as a woman and you have a poo that's Brenda yeah there you go it's gender identification yeah poo. because gender is just important in, in the poo world as it is in the real world LGBT poo plus <laughs> I want to end this episode with um, a new idea to put at you. Okay. And it could be a feature, it could be something we refer back to, it might not. Okay. But I like it. And that is, we've got jobs we didn't know we needed, we've got hate list, obviously, is a staple. Yep, yep. I've got things we don't understand now again as is the format of Le Bablement it's not I don't understand particle physics or, <laughs> or the complexities of race and gender no 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 little mm-hmm. tiny things basic sayings scenarios quirks of human behaviour and those kind of sayings that you say and you just accept and then you realise wait that doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> right okay yeah so, some examples. The first would be, I slept like a baby last night. What? You shit your pants and screamed and kept everyone in the house up. Yeah. Babies um, don't fucking sleep. Those, so it could be a saying, um, an action, like it's another saying that I've never understood, shoot for the moon, and if you miss, you'll be a frozen course in the monument of your failure. <laughs> Right? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. A quirk of human behaviour example would be you're cooking something and you've got the packet which tells you how long to cook it for. So it's in the oven, you throw the packet away. <laughs> you go to the bin to check. <coughs> yeah. You do what times. you need to do, then throw it away. Then go back and then go, I oh, fuck I need that. Just leave it out until it's cooked and you've <laughs> eaten it and then throw it away. Another quirk of human behaviour that I don't understand, um, you wake up, your alarm's going off at 7. You wake up at 6.48. You open your eyes and you go, okay, am I rested? And you go, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, I feel great. You look at the clock, oh, I've got 10 more minutes. I'll doze for 10 more minutes. So you doze, your alarm goes off, you open your eyes, and you feel like you're in the anus of hell. <laughs> You've actually died. I woke up 10 minutes ago and I felt great. I dozed for 10 minutes and now I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> And the, and the last one, which I've never understood, and it came up because, um, as we referred to earlier on in the episode, about the bedtime Netflix, watch <laughs> we watch, yeah. and I was watching Friends again for the millionth time. There's an yes. episode where Rachel, where she's like, oh yeah, I can tie this cherry stem um, in a knot with my tongue. And I thought, I wonder how many people, or how many dudes have gone to the doctor um, like the, later that night after engaging in some kind of experience and I was like what's up <laughs> yeah she tied my cock in a knot with it's her a tongue pretzel. it's really weird 
Like, why is tying a cherry stem in a knot with your tongue a sexual thing? Yeah. It's like, oh, the dexterity of my tongue is really attractive. Like, I don't need your tongue to be dexterous. Do you know what I mean? You like, just need to have one. Do you just need to have one? <laughs> or not. I'm sure that's a new experience. But do you know what I mean? Like, these, these tiny little quirks and sayings and things that we do, yeah. which just don't make any sense. And, and I don't understand these universal things. And we keep using them as well, don't we? Yeah. It's, it's like you can't help it it's almost like it's embedded ingrained yeah to the point where you just spout utter nonsense without care yeah and you have this kind of weird sort of un- again it's those unwritten rules and yeah. those unwritten kind of quirks that we all just accept but actually when you start to question them <laughs> and you start to think about where they come from or why you think like that or, or say those things hmm. it just it kind of blows my mind in the same way that that you know these little things that we hate that 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 influence and infiltrate our life yeah it's the same thing of these you know i don't hate those things which isn't it just weird that that behavior is really weird yeah it's accepted and you don't know why yeah and you don't challenge it because it's just kind of it is what it is well i suppose it becomes routine doesn't it yeah i mean sort of like the routine of listening to say i don't know like like a podcast or something every every two weeks yeah yeah you sort of can't help yourself and there's this you know it's this feeling inside you where you're just like man I've, I've got to fucking listen to that shit yeah and, and especially if you kind of you, you if you subscribe to the podcast then it kind of comes to you exactly hypothetically speaking if, oh yeah of course do you know what I'm saying and, and, and I mean, within then... the spectrum of the you know the, the sort of uh, literal and equinatural world uh, listening to a podcast is good for your health as well yeah because it, it, it helps with all sorts of ailments so not only if you're well it keeps you well but if you're ill it makes you feel better it's like cowpole for the mind exactly exactly it's like a massage for your brain it's like life pole (laughs) cowpod cowpod have your your bi-weekly dose of cowpod everything's better when you have cowpod New jingle. Just thought of it. Thought you'd like it. I love it. I'm I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> Tune in next week for more. Next what? He fucked it. He fucked it, boy. He fucked it. I thought it was just going to be me, but it wasn't. It was both of us. And with that said, tune in to the next episode, which doesn't release weekly. And we'll see you next time. I'm so sorry. Goodbye. I'm so sorry. Goodbye. I'm so sorry.